I'm Gary. And I'm Clark. And this is the Red Cedar Rundown, the self-proclaimed number one MSU football and basketball podcast. This episode, we're going to be doing a special edition basketball preview, breaking down Michigan State's season and previewing their upcoming game against Kansas. Ooh. So, Clark. Yes, MSU Gary. basketball. Yes. Finally. Can't wait. Favorite time of the year. Yep. It's exciting. I live for it. Hopefully, it's a little bit more stable than our football season has been, I hope. Don't count on it. I mean, I always count on Izzo. So, I mean, except in the tournament recently. (laughs) It's been bad. It's been bad. Can't win them all. Yeah, but when you have two top 10 picks, got to do a little bit better than the first weekend, I would say. Yeah, I mean, have you been watching them play in the NBA? They've been balling. Yeah, no, they've been playing great, and that's a little even more salt in the wound, I would say, watching them play as phenomenally as they have. he's come out and admitted he made a mistake. I mean, it's always... Has he come out and said that? I think I saw that. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I thought about it in my head. I might have made that up. But it is a a strange thing with Michigan State basketball, especially with Tom Izzo. It seems that he does better when he has less talent. Yeah. I mean, he's done well with with talent that he's had, but some of his best years are the ones where he's overachieved. Some of his classic Final Four runs. Exactly. And I feel like when he has the players, that's when he underachieves. So it'll be interesting this year because clearly we've lost two of our main players from last year. Supreme talent. But we do have more experience now. We definitely have some, you know, we got the the trio, Winston, Lankford, and Ward, hopefully coming to their own, and we're going to go as far as they take us this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially Nick Ward. (laughs) Interesting to see where his mentality's at right now after testing the NBA. Well, everything we've heard thus far has been pretty positive, that he's a new man, he's changed, he's got a new relationship with Izzo, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, standard, standard answers coming out of the Spartan camp. Yeah, I want to see it on the court. Well, I mean, Nick Ward did the NBA um, evaluation, and they probably told him that he needs to do a lot of things better. So hopefully, you know, he improves uh, uh, all those points of his game, and it propels us to be a better team in the process, you hope. But, you know, we're coming in ranked number 10 this year. Still, that might be a little high for a ranking, but I think it's deserved. Big Ten champs went thirty and five last year. You know, I mean, we didn't even play with Jaron Jackson in our <laughs> second round games. So. Worst, one of the worst basketball games I ever watched in my life. So yeah. I mean, I think we definitely have the players. Maybe our depth isn't as better as it was, or as good as it was uh, last year. But um, our starters this year are shaking up to be Josh Langford, Cassius Winston, obviously at the point, Nick Ward. Fan favorite, Matt McQuaid. Who doesn't love Matt McQuaid? I hate him. Mr. Streak Shooter, <laughs> Matt McQuaid. Who doesn't love him? I love him when he shoots well. I Who hate doesn't him love when he Matty does Ice? It. Who doesn't love ice out there? And then uh, an interesting... An interesting final starter, Brock he, Washington. <laughs> Crazy. 
Kenny, well, what, what, I, what it sounds like is is Kenny Goins starting. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. And then we'll obviously have Tillman be coming off the bench in his his uh his uh backup. Oh god, more of that loyalty garbage. I'm tired of that. Yep. Oh god. Izzo and uh, Antonio love What? Love their loyalty. Stop it. Love Stop. So I'll now, stop questioning Tom Ezzo right now though. Right now. Well, you know, he need this is an important year, like I said. It's a little bit different. The expectations are slightly different, still high, but you know, last year was a national championship or bust, and we came off not even close. So this year, I think, is a makeup year for him, and it should. Be, I mean, like we, like I said, we have the pieces, so um, it should be should be very interesting. Definitely. Uh, so in the front court, like I said, we got Tillman coming off the bench. Actually, let's get before we do that. Let's uh, let's break down the freshmen coming in this year. Yeah. Um, be happy to. Yeah, you know, we got. Uh, foster lawyer coming in kids a stud he just needs to put on some weight yeah i mean i think that's the issue with this class is there's a lot of guys that their bodies aren't necessarily there's one that's ready yeah there's only one aaron henry yeah i think we all know that yep i think that's been said by izzo and pretty much the coaching staff that he is the most uh starting ready six two ten as a freshman and i'd probably say he might be closer to 215 220 by looking at him the kid looks like a you know a brick shit house yep and they said he is game ready, which I'm excited to see because he can play that wing spot, play many different positions. I know he can shoot the ball decently well from three, so I'm excited to watch him play. Yep. I think uh, Aaron Henry, Gabe Brown, and uh, Foster will get definitely the most playing time out of the freshmen. Yeah. Um, obviously, Foster coming in off for Cassius off the bench. He's going to have to be ready to play. Yeah. So that will be interesting. No more Tum Tum coming in at a change, change of speed. Like we yeah. saw previous years, and I think Cassius actually. I read uh, an interview with him, and he said that it will be actually kind of good because Foster's game is more like Cassius's game. So there will be not hopefully there a won't lot. be inconsistencies where we had to bring on Cassius to play two guard when Tom was on the floor sometimes because he literally cannot score. Right. Yeah, that was a I huge love Tom Tom, but he, he the guy was yeah. just a liability when yeah. he was on the court. Yep. And then Marcus Bingham is a uh, the jury is still out on that one. They don't know. The, uh, Tom Izzo said he's considering redshirting him this year because have you seen the kid's legs? He's Jeez, it's like scary, two picks. man. Yeah, yeah. he it looks like he's gonna break his legs every time I see him. Like he, just standing there. Yeah, but uh, Izzo did say the way he shoots the ball, he would prefer not to redshirt him. <laughs> yeah, so. a kid can stroke it from three. So it'll be interesting to see what they what the decision with uh, him is. And then um, Kither. Yeah, K- Kithier, Kithier. We'll figure out how to pronounce it. <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen to a bunch of announcers botch it first, and we'll then get it figured out. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. We'll get it figured out on the RCR. Don't worry. So yeah, the freshman will definitely be. He didn't even play. He didn't even play high school last year. Well, yeah, because of the controversy with him transferring to yeah, high school. I mean, the MHSAA is a joke, anyways. Yeah, so that it's, was. Like, you can't really blame him. It was an interesting situation. I believe he probably played AAU though, so he's got to be somewhat ready. And I mean, he was on Clarkston playing. He's playing on the best program in the state. Even practicing with those guys is just the equivalent of playing in games against well, yeah, you know, and, other competitions. And obviously, they did the uh, the Moneyball tournament over the summer, so you know he the, should be yeah. He's got, a, he's got a plenty of months of, of practice, but we'll see if he's Big Ten ready by the start of the season. It should uh, it's going to be uh, an intense schedule for Michigan State. With, once again, once again, 
we got Kansas, UCLA, Louisville, and Florida all in the non-conference slate. So I love it. You know, we're going to be, as always, a... Don't pencil us in for 4-0 in those games. Yeah. Don't. But it would be nice to see us at least be competitive and, and come close to winning that, that game against Kansas next Tuesday. So I agree. That'd be great to see. Yep. I'd be very, but very I think, excited. I think the X factor for our team this year is definitely going to be Xavier Tillman, though. I think he showed the most potential and promise from out of last year's team and when he did get into the game he was a big spark for the team and he definitely showed a lot and i think hustle guy yeah he was always in the right place at the right time but he's a grit guy i think he needs to just take a step forward this year and not he needs to keep being a grit guy but from what i've been reading he can hit threes now i want to don't take those unless you're open obviously but i mean i think he's a guy that should be able to average 10 11 points and seven or eight rebounds a game yeah that's what I would expect out of him. Yeah. But, you know, it's the main thing is going to be the improvement of Cassius Winston as well. Um, he is going to be... Defensively, he needs to improve yeah, tremendously. Defensively, I mean, I think all... The, even Nick Ward, we've said that a lot last year, that he is a defensive liability, and that was a lot of times why he got pulled out of the game. If Nick Ward can stay on the court, he can be one of the most dominant players in the country. Yep. I mean, his per 40-minute average says so. Uh, it's just about defending the uh, you know high ball screen. Um, I read I read an article. They did a, we just had a scrimmage with the Gonzaga, I think, a couple of days ago. Um, and they said, when coming out of that, how was Nick Ward's high ball screens and whatever source, because they won't tell who it was, uh, because it was a, you know under the radar scrimmage. Uh, they said yeah, the he's, secret, he's gotten the a, secret scrimmage. Yeah, the secret scrimmage. Against Gonzaga. Yeah. Apparently he's done a little bit better at it, but they said it's nothing of note that he's that much better on the high ball screen, which is a little alarming to me. I'm hoping he's better at defending in the post as well because he was a walking hack last year. Yep. And that seems to be always an issue with Michigan State's bigs is staying out of foul trouble, and that's because of the man-to-man defense always playing man-to-man yeah and we've hear every year rumblings about a potential zone defense being practiced your hopes up up. yeah and Izzo just leaves them out there when they keep messing up he's like just stay out there and you're gonna suffer until you get it right but i mean i think that it would be beneficial to at least like throw some some of that at teams to keep them off balance couldn't agree with you more i've been wanting to see a zone for years but i'd love it I mean, I love that we're known for a tough man-to-man defense, but come on, it costs you sometimes. Let's let's the game's evolving. You need to evolve with the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've said it about D'Antonio too. Yeah. They love. They're very stuck in their ways, and they're very old school guys, as Owen D'Antonio. And sometimes their lack of innovation sometimes is their worst enemy. So, you know, we'll see if Izzo changes his ways here as he gets a little older, maybe uh, loosens up a little bit here. And we got uh, Michigan State is actually playing uh, their exhibition this week against Northern Michigan. Right now, as we speak, MSU up 9-7. Xavier Tillman just banked in a three-pointer, I just read. There you go. Classic bank shot, called it X. (laughs) X to the T. X going to give it to you. So, yeah, it will be uh, another high-expectation season. Um, the other top teams that 
people are slating to compete against Michigan State are Purdue, Michigan, Indiana, Nebraska is basically like the ones I've seen that are on the top. Indiana being a very young team, too. Yeah. they got a lot of young talent, I think, in their recruiting class. Yep. And, you know, the main the, – the players of the year are some names that we've heard. I feel like I don't understand how they're not graduated yet. Ethan Happ. Carson Edwards. Wisconsin, and Carson Edwards, yeah. Dude, how long is Ethan Happ – get – what? Ethan Happ's been in the Big Ten for a decade. It feels like it. Carson Edwards, about seven years. Stop. I'm ready for them to leave, for sure. God, I hate Purdue basketball so much. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's always a little bit of bad blood with Purdue for some reason when we play them. Uh, I mean, when we get all their recruits and their loser fans, just keep talking shit. That's what happens. Well, Second-rate Big Ten program. Well, yeah, they haven't. I haven't done much of anything, have nope. you? But who else has other than Michigan and Michigan State in the conference? Fair. Fair point. So The Mitten runs this conference. Which is not, you know, I would prefer us to have a little bit more competition just to, I mean, obviously Michigan's been a thorn in our side the yeah. last couple of years. It's pretty we, unquestionable, and they deserve all the credit that they get. They do. And... You know, people do a lot of uh, comparing Michigan State's football program to Michigan's basketball program and vice Vice versa. versa. Yeah. So, you know, that is an interesting comparison. And John Beeline has done great with lack of high-ranked recruits. So they are... They don't have the worst-ranked recruits. They're like top 25 in the country recruiting every single season. Yeah. So they're not the worst, but I'm just saying they're not getting top five, top ten guys per se like we are. Not every year. Yeah. But they, they get they get some big boys in their team. Yeah. They do. So first let's uh let's actually do a, a couple predictions here. What are we predicting? Well, first we're gonna predict what place you think Michigan State will finish in the Big Ten. First. That was easy. Yeah. I mean I don't I, think I, I, I don't <laughs> that I expect first and they will be first. Yeah. I think too many of the other teams that we're competing with have lost too much from last year. I mean, we clearly have lost a ton as well, but I think we still have a large core and enough depth depth to win the Big Ten. Where we might not be first is if we have a key injury to one of our main guys. I'm talking like a, a Langford, a Winston, or a Ward. I think, yeah. If we have a major injury to one of those guys, then you could definitely see us fall off and you'll see a team. I think Michigan's probably the next best team in the conference, honestly. Well, they just went to the national championship game, yeah, but I mean, they did lose. They, but they have Matthews coming back, and I think he's yeah. he's a very good basketball player. And does that giant, that just absolute oaf of a human being, Teske, still on their team? I don't know. He is just the largest person I've ever seen. But I think they're probably the second best team in the conference. I'm not going to put too much into Indiana yet with all their young talent. I am not impressed with Miller as their coach, so we'll see um, where they go from there. I think you're probably looking at Michigan State, Michigan, Purdue in that order. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, th- I would. Yeah, just based, like I said, on the, the what teams lost, that's that seems like they're the, the main competitors. But, you know, look at last year. There was a lot of surprises. People were picking Ohio State, I think, to finish, like, near the bottom of the conference. And then they came out and, you know, they were competing for, you know, they were in the Big Ten championship hunt towards the end of the season there. What do you think, Gary? I, I agree. I, I said I think they're going to finish first in the Big Ten as well. Um, and like you said, in barring injury specifically to Cassius Winston, I think – I said it at the beginning of the show, but I'll say it again. I think he is the key to this team. If we don't, I mean, he's, you know, he's the quarterback. So 
without him, I think we're a different team. Who are we going with as MVP of the team this year? Who do you think is going to be the stud? I hope it's Nick Ward. You think it's going to be Nick it, Ward? I hope it is because that means I think I, that our team will be successful. If he's, when he's successful, I think our team is very successful. I mean, for most of the season, I don't know how he ended up. He was you know number one in field goal percentage for most of last year. Yeah. I think he was number one in the Big Ten, if I'm not mistaken. Still finished that way. What do you think Big Nick averages this year? What are you going with? Oh, like I said, if, if it's a successful MVP, year, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at uh, 19 and 10. I like that. I like that a 19 lot. 19 points, 10 rebounds a game. I think that would be, uh, you know, a good goal to, and hopefully expectations that he can meet. What do you think, Clark? I'm going to go with Cassius Winston as the team MVP this mm. year. Um, I just, Nick Ward, I hope for the best out of him, man. I always do, but. I think you said it before. I think a lot of this dies, lives and dies with Cassius Winston. I think when you shoot the ball and pass the ball at the level that that kid does, he's as elite as they come. I mean, he's a top, probably a top 10 point guard in the country. I don't think there's a question about that. He shot over 50% or at 50% from three last year, which is just bananas. And he shot it at a high volume from three. Yeah, um, we can't but, forget that Northwestern game. <laughs> True. Yeah, I'll never yeah. forget that game. He did have seven. He averaged seven assists a game as well. I think he takes a big step forward with scoring the basketball this year. He only averaged like twelve and a half a game. I mean, with Bridges gone, that's a lot of shots gone. Yeah. I mean, Jackson was efficient with his ten points a game. He didn't, you know, shoot, uh, you know, as much as a lot of the other guys. But I think we're going to need Cassius to be putting up threes this year. I think he gets up to about sixteen, seventeen points per game. That's the and, thing. We're not as deep and as we were last year, and there's going to be a lot of scoring that we're going to have to replace. So. Yeah. You know who is going to fill that scoring? That's going to be the question. I for think the it's year. Cassius Winston, and I we I need more out of Josh Langford. Yeah, too. You, you, I got to have way more out of Josh say. Langford. It, we need Langford to be a go-to score, and he had some good games last year, but he was definitely never consistent throughout the year. Oh, and he's he goes hot. And does cold. he is something been wrong with? Has he had like a hamstring injury most of his career or something? Because like. I've seen him be explosive at times, and then other times it looks like he's laboring down the court, like, yeah. he, like he's exhausted. Like the kid was a highly rated recruit; he was like a top ten player in the country out of Alabama. I mean, I know he's got it. I just need to see his all around game, man. I need, I want to bust out for a thirty point game. He's like, you have to do that. I feel like as a Spartan, like take over a game and score. That's what I expect out of him. Yep, we need he, that out of him. He's definitely got the mid range jumper down, as we all know from last year. But I think he needs to expand his game a little more. He take did, the ball to the hole. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he needs to do a little bit more of uh, you know driving to the hole. We need to get to the free throw line. Yep, I think that's where we always struggle sometimes is is drawing fouls, and then on the reverse side, we're having a difficulty f- playing defense without fouling. And I think that yeah. we don't get enough easy points sometimes but because we lose games yeah, at the line. because yeah, yeah we and no, and we don't get to the line ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, the point differential from the line is costing us basketball games. Yep. So. You know, like I said, we just named those three players. I said at the beginning, those are going to be the key to our season. That's the core of our experience, and they're going to be the leaders. And Newcomer of the year. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with Foster, actually. Nice. I, I like that. I think, uh, I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to back up Winston and come in, uh, you know, here and there, and hopefully he can provide a spark. And, yeah, we're going to need um, him, you know, moving forward, depending how long – 
maybe Winston has a great year and goes to the NBA. That's not probably, how it, we'll, we'll not add that to crazy talk next week. Yeah, we'll add that to our crazy basketball talk crazy talk. Yeah, no. so you'll we'll actually probably start talking a little bit more basketball, obviously, on the uh, the normal Red Cedar Rundown episodes, not just our basketball preview. So, with everything said, Clark, I want you to tell me what the ceiling is for this team, where we finish in the tournament, and what your prediction is. My wow. Prediction for the tournament. So we already got my prediction for the Big Ten regular season. Yep. I think we're going to finish first. Where do I think our ceiling is? I Can we win the national championship is really the question I'm asking. No. I don't think we can win the national championship. I think there's too many other teams that have too much talent for us to win the national championship. I think the team's ceiling is an Elite Eight. And I would love to see that. But I want to see not just a Big Ten regular season championship. I want to see them win the Big Ten tournament, too. Yeah. Because I think that's what's going to spring you to go far farther in the uh, NCAA tournament. Just look at Michigan and the runs that they made. They do it right off the back of the uh, the winning the Big Ten tournament. No, we've, and we've seen hunt, a lot man. of teams do that. Yeah. UConn did that UConn one year. Notorious. Yeah. Won the national title doing yeah. that. And they were mediocre the entire season. I'm, I'm going to lead eight. I, hope, I mean... You know, barring who they have a matchup with, obviously not knowing the bracket, could they go to a Final Four? Sure. I think a lot has to happen for that to, for that to you know take place. But I'm going to go Elite Eight. I think the Spartans go to at least the Sweet 16, but with the ceiling being the Elite Eight. Okay. And the season ends there. Looking forward to an even bigger year the following season. That's that's where I'm going Depending with it. Depending on the recruits, yeah, which we'll get probably it. looking. We'll I finish, think we're not we'll going to finish. finish I don't think we're going to go 30-5 and five like we did last year, though. I think, I think you're probably looking at closer to... Eight or nine losses during the season. I mean, what did we go in the Big Ten last year? We went like fifteen and three in the regular season. Yeah, but our season. schedule was pretty weak. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think we're going fifteen and three in the Big Ten this year and winning it. I think. I think. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't dissected the schedule. You're probably looking at 13, 13 and five. But I know it's more, way more difficult than yeah, our, you're, our you're, road was last year. Definitely not. You're not going through with that uh, that clean of a record this year. So I think you know, but I think that's going to help us, uh, you know, further on down the line. When it comes to the going deeper in those tournaments postseason, so, but I, what I'd like to see is at the beginning of the season is that Las Vegas tournament that we're playing in. I think we can win that. I don't see any reason why we can't. I don't think UCLA is that impressive where we can't beat them and win that tournament. So that's where I think we start. Like I said, like you said, it all starts next week against Kansas. I want to see us be competitive in that game. If we win, obviously it'd be like the greatest thing ever to the start of the season. Um, but I just want to see us be competitive, and I want it to be a close basketball game, and hopefully they pull it out at the end. Yeah, I agree. Um, where are you at? Where am I at? So I kind of foreshadowed at the beginning of the show. I said, you know, I think Tom Izzo does best when he has the least amount of talent and the most amount of experience. I think that's when he he where he thrives when the expect you know the expectations are always high every year with Michigan State basketball but I think they're a little like I said they're a little different than last year last year was like national championship or bust and that can be a lot for a team especially as young as we were last year this team is a little bit more tested and I'm gonna say that our ceiling is definitely the final four oh wow okay I like that definitely Uh, definitely the ceiling of the final four my prediction is actually going to be a final four (laughs) as well for this team kind of foreshadowed that at the beginning of the episode didn't you yep left it there left a little nugget there but yeah i just think that this this is the year this is the the three the winston langford 
Ward trio that came in and had high expectations. I think this is the, the year they finally deliver. It's been too long f- for Izzo not to be in a Final Four. I think this is the year that you know he has the experience, and these players have been through a lot in their their short you know three years or two years going into three years, and uh, I think this is the year that they finally they finally get over the hump and get back to the Final Four. Nice, I like that. Are we doing some predictions here? What other predictions? Kansas game? Oh, you want to do a Kansas prediction? I do. I'd like okay. to do a Kansas prediction. Yeah. So, yeah, to get into some predictions for this Kansas game, what are your predictions, Clark? I mean, they got maybe one of the most loaded rosters they've ever had. Yeah, they got a big-time recruiting class coming in. They got that cinder block in the middle, Azabuki. He's going to be tough to get around and score in the post. I think for us to you know have a shot, it's going to come down to guard play and how our uh, you know experienced guards handle it. We're going to definitely have to shoot the three ball very well in order for us to beat Kansas. I think that uh, you know their depth is just far greater than ours, and I think that that will wear down wear down on us in the second half. Unless, of course, somebody on our team comes out and drops like 40. Or like Denzel did a couple years ago when he dropped a triple-double on Kansas in the Champions Classic, and they were ranked like number two at the time, I believe. Fuck I don't think that's going to happen double. in this game. I think State's going to keep it you know, decently close. I think we're probably going to be looking at 82-74 Kansas final. It's a good, that's a reasonable prediction. Uh, you know, there's a lot of unknowns for, you know, first game of the year. You know, you're still trying to feel things out. Anything can happen. Look at Michigan State back when we were ranked number two and then had the worst season of our life. So, you know, anything is possible in these first games. And I'm going to actually predict a close game. I'm going to predict uh, 74 to 70 Kansas. Ooh, nail biter. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, I think I, and that's all I wanted. I want Michigan State to have a chance going into the end of the game to pull off an upset uh, nice. on their first game, and that would be great. Quick update for everybody real quick. Spartans now on a 17-0 run, up 29-7 with nine minutes As left. As they should half. be against Northern Michigan. Yeah, well, our exhibition games last year weren't exactly blowouts. They were very close games against terrible competition, so... I'd like to see us win this one in a blowout. It'd make me feel a little bit better going into the game next week. For sure. So looking towards the future a little bit, we have a lot of big recruits that we're targeting this year. Mm, yeah, some big fellas. Some some big fellas. Big recruits, big fellas. Uh, we only have one uh, recruit thus far, Rocket Watts, which we've mentioned previously on our Red Cedar Rundown episode. We appreciate and respect his loyalty. Yep. And... You know, we're chasing three really big names, and, you know, if we nail one of them, I think that would be huge for this team. Massive. So the first one we'll talk about is Isaiah Stewart, five-star post player. He's just a Being brick. targeted, uh, or, you know, most likely, or people are saying the running is Duke, Kentucky, Washington, Syracuse, Michigan State. From La Lumiere. So... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name of that school. So what do you think the chances of Michigan State are of landing Isaiah Stewart? I know he was on I know he was on campus. Was it for the Michigan game or was it the Purdue it was, game last week? Yeah, it, it was either last week or the week before. I think it was the Purdue before. game. Um, and he loved his official visit. I know Rocket Watts was on campus with him, which always helps having a recruit that is already committed to be on campus. 
Um, and I know he's got a good relationship with Aaron Henry, who's currently on our roster. So I think, I think, out of the out of the big people that we have left that we're recruiting, I think he is the best shot that we have. And I think it's going to come down to I believe he's going on a recruiting visit to either Duke or Kentucky this coming weekend. So always hopefully difficult. that doesn't go that well, or you know uh, what he's already built with the Spartan program, you know can go through that. I like our chances of landing Isaiah Stewart quite a bit. Yeah, I think I out of like you said, out of all of the other big guys that we're chasing, I like our chances the best for him. Uh, we've already talked about this on the Red Cedar Rundown previously. Vernon Carey, yeah, Vern. he's like the, a consensus top three player in the entire class. Yeah, pretty sure. Duke, yeah. Miami, Kentucky seem to be the other uh, players involved in his recruitment. Duke. Seems like he had his visit uh, not too long ago, and it looked like it went really well. Uh, he seemed to be posting a lot I would about be it. Florida, if we got Vernon Carey, I don't think it's happening. No, I think if I had to pick any, Duke or Miami, I would say Duke. Um, I think is is where he seems to be. I mean, you can't go wrong picking Duke. I can't even get upset about it. I mean, it, it, it sucks, but we've lost recruits to them for years. So, yep. Uh, until Coach K is gone, <laughs> you're not going to see it changing the tide. Yeah, you know. Hey, you never know. We got Jaron and Miles. That was, those were huge gets, and oh, for sure, no yeah, doubt. That, I just that, don't those think... are some of the biggest gets because we've met, we had previously and missed out on countless players. Maybe the only way we get carries if we get Stewart to commit decently soon, and they want to play together in college. I don't know. That's but not I want... usually how it works for the big players. Yeah, well, I'll take that insane, insane conspiracy theory in my yeah, own head. But okay. I don't think we're getting carry. Okay. No. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Um, and then the other player that we're chasing is Keon Brooks. Oh yeah, he was a uh, wasn't he committed somewhere first? No, Keon Brooks. Sorry, sorry, I was thinking of another player. Keon Brooks out of Indiana. Yep. Yeah, he's a he's a beast, and we've been recruiting him for a long time. Yep. Six seven shooting for or small forward. Yeah. Um, Indiana, Kentucky, UNC, UCLA are the other teams contending for him, and I use a big one in that. Yep. A lot of people, I think, see him probably going, staying home, and, and going to Indiana. I've, I mean, I've read a lot of, I've read a lot about, uh, I've read articles with him being interviewed too, where he's very high in his relationship with Tom Izzo. Uh, he, I mean, Tom Izzo's but who been is it? Rizzo's been recruiting him since fifth grade. Um, yeah, he's. He, I don't I, know why I can never get in into the recruiting right speculation. Would choose going to Indiana over Michigan State when it comes to basketball. I guess I don't understand growing up in the state of Indiana because I'm from the state of Michigan, so. I mean, I'm Indiana's a little bit got biased. good history. Yeah. Mm, not for a while, but yeah, yeah sure. No, in the I'm past. talking about recent history. I mean, did they have two lottery picks last year? No, they didn't. Okay. I think Keon Brooks, 50-50 on him. I think we def- definitely still have a shot. I don't know. Did he he uh, go on an official visit yet to Michigan State? Have you seen yeah, I think uh, I don't think he scheduled his visit yet, but I think he plans to schedule a visit at Michigan State. I think that will be his fifth trip, which so. bodes well being the last trip. I think that gives us the best shot we can have. Yep. So, though, I mean, those are some of the big guys. Is there any other ones that uh, you think we're looking at, Clark? I know that we made the final three for uh, Trace Jackson Davis. He's another big fellow out of uh, Indiana. Um, I just don't see us, you know, winning out on that recruitment at this point. Um, especially with the heavy hitters that we still have that we're recruiting. Yep. I, I mean, like I said, if we can get Isaiah Stewart, massive. He is explosive in the post. He is college ready. The frame that he has on him, he's a beast. 
and he'd be like he'd be <laughs> Nick Ward on steroids. Like it wouldn't he'd be a player that we haven't had here in a long time. So I'd be very excited to get him to uh you know come to Michigan State. Yeah, and uh you know it seems like commits are committing or recruits are committing later and later in the process than previous years. So I know usually it's around September, October, but now it's usually been going into like November. There's an early signing period, I think, in uh, November that they can sign. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of people wait then. Otherwise, you know, we'll be waiting until... Yeah, could be March. Yeah, springtime. So it'll be exciting to see who uh, Michigan State pulls and what the the future holds for this this basketball team. Hopefully... Oh, it's bright. The future's still bright. Future is always bright for Michigan State basketball, but got to deliver here in the tournament coming up this year. Absolutely. As I said, Final Four. It's coming. Mark my words. I, Gary, as always, I hope you're right and I'm wrong. I mean, me being wrong, I chose what? Elite Eight, Sweet 16. Still not a bad season. Yeah, no, that's true. But I hope you're right. Thank you. I will be. Um, so with that, that's going to wrap up our basketball preview. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you guys are getting pumped for the basketball season to start next Tuesday at Kansas. Um, so keep listening. Keep telling your friends about the Red Cedar Rundown. Do it. And we'll keep doing these shows including previews so with that as always go green go white